And welcome back. We are going to do a relatively short uh, American Aries podcast, uh, episode two for season two. Uh, this is Ken Katz, your gracious host, and joining me is Jeff Uick, co-founder of the American Canaries from his spacious uh, golf course located in the, oh, Charleston right. <laughs> in, the, in the Charleston, more spacious than mine. My backyard, as my wife would say, is a pizza box. You know, <laughs> people said, you want lawn care? It's like, well, I actually got to do stuff in the back, but it's like, yeah, right. It's like, what are you going to use scissors or something to cut my grass that I don't have in the back? Whatever. Um, Mark Foster won't won't be joining us. Uh, Mark's uh, wife is recovering from a pretty serious surgery. Won't go into details, but uh, she's supposedly doing well. Uh, we will talk about the fact that Mark's wife uh, identifies with Millwall. <laughs> so we shared the... Um, Millwall fans um, uh, interaction with, with with Norwich. They seem to be uh, a bit agitated, and, and and she was supposedly proud of their reaction of you know how uh, I don't know their mindset or whatever. So she supposedly identifies with that, and um, <clears throat> as a present, Mark actually got her a uh, Millwall jersey. A uh, customized Millwall jersey, you know, to help her in her uh, battle that she's over undergoing. And what was interesting, um, Mark also talked about how getting the jersey from um, Millwall took five days, and getting something from Norwich takes like ten days. So he was like, "What is going on there?" And it's like, you know, he was just. Kind of, the only thing I can figure out is that Millwall being in London, I guess they are able to ship stuff more directly than Norwich's. That's that's the I only thing about that. That, yeah. that. That's the only that's the only guess that I have because um, that stuff for Norwich takes longer because it has to travel to London <laughs> to London as opposed to Millwall just you know producing yeah, it and shipping it rather directly. That's you know just. Um, geographics and, and time and stuff like that. So um, I am Jeff knows and those who are listening, I'm heading to uh, the beach next week. Uh, we rented a condo. So live in Maryland. You guys can figure out which beach I'm going to uh, not rent a condo, rented a townhouse. <laughs> so I want to make sure we you know, had some discussion about what was happening the last uh, week, the two matches, how Josh Sargent's doing. And uh, that uh, we have uh, a new a new director who is coming in, the owner of the Brewers. So I want to talk a little bit about that. We're going to keep this kind of short. I also have a little surprise. Um, a, I'll do audio because I can't really do video here. I'm going to take off the headphones because if I play it, you can't hear it through the headphones. Um, Norwich was discussed during another telecast that I was watching, and it surprised me greatly. Um, I was supposedly I was out of the room when it happened. My son's like, "Hey, you picked a great time to go to the bathroom." Says, "Why?" Well, so and so just talked about Norwich on here. I'm like, "You're kidding me!" And so I'll cue it up and explain why and who it is. I captured it because um, MLB.TV. You know, we subscribe 
as an Orioles season ticket holder, we have um, full access to all the MLB games and stuff. And there's replays that are available for a couple of days. So the full entire replay, you can get each team's broadcast. I was able to queue up exactly where it is. So basically, it's, it's, it's during an Oriole game. And I'll, when we get there, I'll, I'll queue it up. I was like, are you kidding me? It was just, you know, r- riotously funny um, what it was. So <laughs> Norwich is, what, seven points now? I don't even where are they in the standings after yesterday. I didn't even check. Oh, okay, six. I think they they're at six. Let me check real quick. I forgot. Unfortunately, I have been not. I uh, have been pretty disconnected over the weekend. I I didn't check my phone. Ah, and... Eight. They're eight. eight. They're okay. eight right now on the live table. There's games playing being played. I think. I'm not 100 sure about that. It's better than being last. It's better than being, you know, 18th or whatever. You know, but at least they're well, yeah. showing. Showing, was, showing some. Go ahead. Yeah, it was, it was just it was just really good to see you know things clicking, passes passes being made, uh, you know runs being you know passes into open space and completing runs and getting shots on goal and kind of you know gelling that you see that cohesion come together and as as right. my buddy Charleston pointed out on Twitter, it it was so great to see them look like Norwich again because over the past several performances they haven't really. Looked like the Norwich of old or Norwich of recent at all. I mean, they just looked right. slapdash and just very, I don't know. I don't don't want to get too critical, but, you know, I mean, just to see some of the players coming out, you know, scoring, obviously, Josh Josh scoring and uh, and Marcelino Nunez with that absolute, absolutely stunning free kick. You know, uh, we get to brag about him on American Aries podcast as well, right? Sure. We talk- entire western hemisphere that little chilean he's got some little magic in him and and it was neat to see uh and just the way that they're celebrating goals scoring goals first of all and then celebrating kind of you know just just bringing that team cohesion Uh, i think that that's very important because we hadn't seen much of that just about everybody's coming under fire for what they hadn't been doing smith is fire i mean it just seems like maybe that could be uh, you know, that could be the break they, they needed. And it was the break that we needed. They, they, they didn't choke away a goal late in the match. Millwall, who had just come back from 2-0 pre- the previous match, didn't score. And really, I don't don't think really got that many looks. I missed the first half because I was working. I watched the second half. Um, didn't even look like they the, got the, many. The first half, um, Millwall had more opportunities than Norwich did. Okay. In the first half, um, Krull had to make more saves. Nothing was really a tough save, but there were quite a few shots that he had saves. He had great looks on, you know, and okay. he's not there. They're all goals. They had like, I yeah. think, three or four that were uh, on goal. Nothing, you know, they were all saves that any decent goalkeeper um, should have made, but they were getting yeah. shots. They were getting, they were getting openings and, and Norwich was coming down and, you know, aggressively, and then the passes weren't where they wanted to be. Or if the guys got on the, the ball in the box, it wasn't clean. They couldn't get a good shot off or they weren't in good position. So the, the passes, they weren't just, they weren't, Chris, they weren't the, the optimum um, position for it. Although I do think Sargent may have, I don't know if that was the first half or the second half, where Josh had a, a header that just, you know, went right over the the crossbar. 
Okay. <clears throat> he had a, you know, a, a really good look at it. Um, but that was basically the, the only chance, but Millwall was dominating and I thought, oh, geez, this is going to be another one where, you know, Norwich is going to dominate and Millwall is going to somehow have a goal come out of nowhere. You know, like the guard of city goal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? I thought it was going to be something like, like that. I'm like, oh, geez, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be one of those again and not going to be able to, you know, recapture what's going on. No, but they hung in there and then came out all of a sudden the second half. <laughs> they really were playing well, but the passing was going, you know, and then obviously Josh had those two, you know, pretty darn uh, good goals. Um, the, the second goal was more like what Norwich used to look like with uh, Buendia and Pookie um, with uh, stuff that was, well, I forgot who, who assisted on that. Was that Sinani? Sanani, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm. I was very pleased with Sanani being back in the team and him basically yeah. um, being part of the the starting eleven. I didn't know why they uh, sent them out the the Huddersfield in the first place, other than ah, he's younger. We're not sure he's going to be good. He did well at yeah. Huddersfield and came in. He clearly is a good player. And then obviously Nunez is pretty darn good. I mean, he's yeah. extremely skilled. I mean, they, what did they, um, signed him on a Wednesday and he was on the team that Saturday. I and mean, that says a lot, you know, and Sarah, who they signed several weeks before he's had like two or three substitute, um, appearances. And I haven't really seen him make a, uh, impact yet. Yeah. That, that actually, it may have been Connor South, but I'm not hundred percent sure, but somebody, somebody, you know, was just. <clears throat> opined that you know it might be interesting to see if Sara gets back in the lineup with Sinani and Nunez clicking in the mm -hmm. midfield so it's interesting but yeah it was at no point during that match did I hear any any commentary or, or any suspicions or even get the feeling that Millwall were going to get back into the match which hadn't happened before you know because most of the commentary mm -hmm. you hear this is I mean Norch haven't done themselves any favors. They right, right. Controlled, it, it, controlled it, it, them all, but they're not controlling yeah. the game. I think right. After they scored the goal, it was basically all Norwich until like the last five minutes or so. Then it was a bit, you know, um, yeah. I don't know what, what was a squeaky bum time or whatever. What they say, like, yeah, I'm gonna score. You know, you kept you kept waiting for you know one of those you know. Uh, goals out of nowhere and then they have to you know you're all like oh, no don't give it up you know but that's <laughs> happens to yeah every team yeah but, but, but yeah it's it's like yeah, kind of nuts you know when you see something yeah, like that you didn't want like with the when, when spurs got the, the last the the goal at the death against chelsea <laughs> that was you know, that was lovely. That was lovely to see. But you don't want, on the other hand, you don't want one of those. Oh, we're fine. Oh, great! They score thirty seconds left. Thanks. They're good right. three points. Right. You know, right. You know. You know. But when you're on the other side, you're like, oh my god, <laughs> look at that. Yeah. Honestly, I can't remember how many times it came up that you know, Mill Millwall were in this position their last match. Let's see what happens. It came up several times, and I just, yeah. the, it, I didn't get. That Norwich were going to lose it. I didn't yeah. get the. It, it, it did during the commentary okay. when they went up to nothing. I thought that was you know pretty um, solidified. So Josh, it's interesting. So Pookie being injured, it's it, it's almost like uh, Josh has taken over um, as as the striker. He's, he's definitely a much better fit for how they want to play. Yeah, um, he's 
He's faster. He's more athletic. He does more things. Oh my than, God. Than Pookie he's does. Zipping all over the place. Yeah. yeah. He does more things than Pookie does. And he can head it. Head it. Um, I think I said, um, I don't know if I said it in a previous pod or I said it on one of the fan zones that his play is similar to Kane. Kane's obviously far superior, but Kane goes all over the place when he plays and Sargent's going all over the place. He's not just hanging out the striker up front. He's coming back in the midfield. He's helping. He's defending, you know, so you need a player who has that ability. <laughs> so I honestly think he's, you know, he should be the starter for right now. I don't know what the, they're going to do and maybe have Pookie come in as a super sub at this point. Maybe, or if, if they get a chance to play together with Sergeant playing the setup, being the setup man, since he is zipping mm-hmm. all the place, just control the ball and, you know, dump it to Pookie. Who's got that sure. spin move on the off shoulder or whatever, you know, that it, if, if Josh can set him up and Pookie can put him in, that'd be, that'd be an interesting combination. Yeah. Or they play two up front. And also Ida, I don't know what his deal is. You know, I don't know. When he's, I don't know if he's injured or what. I don't well, when know. Pookie and Ida played together, they actually were good in the Premier League. They actually, you actually mm-hmm. thought they were going to stay up. Then when Ida got injured, just forget it. You get yeah. the team what's went that, that same kind of principle with you know Ida, Ida running on the ball and controlling the mm-hmm. ball and just trying to pass right. to Pookie. Pookie, but it's not hard to figure out. It was not hard to figure out at all in the Premier League that that was the only option we had. But you know, if you look at some of the goals that we've, I mean. I mean, you got that Sorensen goal, which was just beautiful. Why in the world they don't take more shots from outside the box and, and just insist on trying to mm-hmm. get it in and score for six? Just baffling to me. I mean, True. they've got guys. That, and again, it just when you you, you got to build up that confidence to do it right, and they've got to be. Uh, I would just. It may not be the right term, but they've got to be allowed to do that. If it's not part of the playbook. Uh, then you know they're not doing it. You know sure. they they get hammered for taking shots outside the box. I don't know. I don't know a single manager that would be upset about shooting from outside the box if you score a goal or, or get a deflection right. at the bar and and you know get control of the game and set it up again. Mm-hmm. We just. I mean, that's the kind of thing that we could sit and talk about all week and never really. Yeah, you know, they haven't done that for a very long time. Ever since like. Very- uh, Ever since like Bradley Johnson and Johnny Halson were on the team, they haven't yeah. taken those those shots from outside the box and all the different. It, it's it, it's just slightly not guys. Oh, I'm open. I got an open shot. I'm whatever forty yards yeah. away. I'm gonna go for it. They don't do that. They're like, nah, I'm gonna dump it in and hope these guys head it or something instead of yeah. just, just take and it. it if you think it's there, take it. Superiorly frustrating when. You know, you could just put it. I mean, say, for example, Cardiff City would have never scored if their manager said, I do not want any shots coming from outside. The box. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just you just want them once in a while to step up and just paste it. Just paste it. Just see what happens. Sorry, yeah. it, it worked. I mean, you know, well, that, know. that was that was the. A little bit of technique there too with the curve when I saw like oh my lord look at that we'll see and so he's obviously got that in the toolbox why not take advantage of that mm-hmm. and if you say you, you want to do that go right ahead and do that it reminds <laughs> it reminds me of the uh, what was it the eight nine ninety season when Robert Rosario scored the ITV goal of the season and you know reading about it afterwards I can't remember who was but somebody turned around and was telling him don't shoot it you know don't shoot. <laughs> Don't shoot. He scored the freaking goal and it yeah. was 
goal of the season in 89. Oh, that happens all the time, but it's like, I think it happens more like in, in basketball. Like, don't shoot, don't shoot. <gasps> Good shot. You know, yeah, it goes exactly. It's like, what are you doing? So, That's exactly you know, right. then, then, it, then it goes in. It's just like lunacy, but you're right. They really don't shoot as much outside. Um, yeah, so I, I would love to see them continue to do that because yeah. it just adds to their repertoire, right? So we got a free kick maestro. Uh, and if, who knows, maybe, maybe Sarnson will take free kicks now after that one. Uh, I mean, we don't know, but mm-hmm. that the display against Millwall to me just shows that their, their skill set as a, as a squad is expanding their, their confidence is growing. So we may start to see that free flowing, just wonderfully, uh, unscripted football again. I mean, that, that would be the greatest thing, right? It, it would be, mm-hmm. I'd see it, obviously. I'm blanking. Who they play on Tuesday? I'm totally blanking here. So uh, Sunderland. They go away to Sunderland. No, no. This past Tuesday. What? Oh shit! You're gonna test my memory now. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot. It's been, it's been a, a long week here. It, it really has. It's I mean, still a long week. Um, I I unfortunately had a rebound case of uh, COVID that I had to uh, get rid of. That wasn't a whole lot of fun. Yeah, it was. Holland and Huddersfield. I don't know why I couldn't remember Huddersfield. Huddersfield? Yeah. 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 So yeah. A, they, they beat Huddersfield. Yeah. And then, Two right. So, you know, uh, and Sargent's obviously playing uh, really well. You know, the, 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 uh, uh, the American air. He's actually, you know, yeah. U.S. citizen. You know, I mean, it's, he had such um, a, mixed season last year. You know, he got those two goals in one game and then so many almost chances. He had that one where, oh, it's open that I didn't hit it hard enough. You know, people are yeah. like, oh, you know. So he clearly has more confidence. He seems happy. You know, he, he seems like he's really enjoying himself. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, in retrospect, maybe it would have been better if he came in, you know, with a team at a championship level and build on it as opposed to him coming in the Premier League and trying to do what's there. Yeah, it's the, the corollary is, you know, it's like, it, is he ready? You know, because is he at that level to, to do what needs to give him confidence? And maybe he wasn't, you know, and also the Premier League, um, the best league in the world, there's, the defense is so much better. And yeah. it's, 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 a lot, it's a lot tougher to... Uh, <coughs> get the ball in there. But you know, I've been impressed with, with Nunez. I think it's it, I think it's Nunez. I saw the pronunciation guide. I think it's none. Yeah. I think Connor may have put that out. You know the pronunciation mm-hmm. guide. Yeah. I, I have yeah. to look at that. I did, I think I st- Yeah, because he he has two accent marks. He has the accent mark over the, the U and then he has the N Y over the N. So but I've been very impressed with him. Eventually he'll uh, his English will start showing up. You know, which doesn't mean he, he can't play, but you know, it still would be nice to be able to communicate. Uh, yeah. no, well, I no, think there's no. a fair few players on the on the fair few players on the pitch that speak Spanish, and I'm sure they're translating stuff. You know, yeah. I, I saw one time uh, he was he was whistled for a foul, and he turned to the ref and he goes, "Pelota, pelota!" <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, I mean, he, he's got to learn some you know, just basic things to be able to communicate with the team to communicate with other people i'm sure that they're working on it but still he's only been there for what two weeks 
and I don't know how much time they have to spend on learning another language. I'm always impressed when, you know, people can, can do that. Um, like for for baseball, native Spanish speakers, you know, the, the fact that eventually they're comfortable um, speaking in English, doing interviews, having the entire interview be done in English, you know, takes a while. I mean, I understand a lot of Spanish, but I'm not conversational. I can't really you know, have more than a couple sentence uh, back and forth with, with somebody in Spanish. I can't have a full conversation with them because you really be conversational in another language. You really have to do it all the time. Yeah, it, it's, it's not something you can just, you know, pick up. So I'm always impressed by those who can, you know, flip back and forth like a, a friend of mine who's from France. You know, she, she'll flip back and forth between French and English all the time. You know, grew up in France, spent a lot of time in, in, in the U.S. It's just like she's totally fluent um, in both. Still, it's, I would say, like, probably if you did a percent, like, well, what she favors, it's clearly French. She's, you know, uh, struggles sometimes a little bit with the English, but it's just kind of interesting. But I was impressed with the, with him. Um, Obama Deli did has done very well but i don't know yeah. who the hell they get his left back they have all these injuries now that's been well it's been mclean two games in a row now i believe right to been mm -hmm. kenny back. yep um mclean just because he's a left footer and yeah, he, 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 left footer and it, it would be interesting to figure out who they're going to plug in there if, yeah. if mclean no yeah i i don't know you know they're not going to put the JT in there because that's not his position. He's a center back. Yeah. <clears throat> and he's too big. You know, he's he's a center back. So I don't know who else. And they put like Bally Mamba out on a loan. So that's they can't. I don't I don't know. I don't think there's a provision to like call somebody back with horrific injuries. I don't know how that works. When that's they, probably a case by case basis. Yeah, the when, when they, written. yeah, I don't I have no idea how that works when, when they loan guys out. I'm whether trying they, to remember whether they, whether they can call somebody back if the parent club needs uh, yeah. assistance. Somebody went out, and I think it was even, I think it might have been Connor again <laughs> that there was no callback provision written in the treaty. So mm -hmm. it was, you know, full season loan with no provision to be called back. I think it just probably depends on how they write the contract. Right. I don't know. Sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was either. I don't know. So, but it was. <clears throat> fun to watch they seemed like they were <coughs> excuse me playing well you know which is nice you know give them some confidence because yeah. getting one point out of nine is not great but getting no. you know, getting no. seven out of 15 okay that's a little better yeah right. that's a, that's a well, little and it starts to lift the, the the you know starts to lift that veil of scrutiny right i mean as they yeah. They hadn't won those or if they'd only drawn then you know the screw the screws get tighter and tighter right and it right. doesn't it doesn't help build confidence it doesn't help build a team up it, you know it doesn't help anything so maybe and i think i i put on twitter i said well maybe some of that you know just i i think it's misplaced um scrutiny on sergeant will be you know some of that will lift maybe some people still aren't convinced and that's fine but mm -hmm. it, nobody had belief in him and maybe there will be some people who you know give him a break now you know as i've even you know people trying to pay him a compliment guys out there working his socks off but other people will chime in of course it's just the toxic twitter sphere right 
other mm-hmm. people and that's great you can work your socks off but he's not scoring goals and we're not winning so what good does it do well you, you can't win everything right i mean right yeah. so it was like it just got to the point where you can't you couldn't give anybody credit you couldn't try to find anything positive in any game because if you do you know here comes the happy clapper brigade right mm-hmm. if want this team to do anything great and just sit there and clap and be happy about however whatever the performance is whether they win or not it is interesting to see though if people who had that opinion are starting to relax that grip you know if they've given him any credit or you know are starting to think anything about the team there are some i think maybe and i i don't know their i don't even know their names or twitter handles but it just seems when you read through the comments nobody's happy whether they win every game, somebody will right. still about something. So it's, yeah, that is what it is, right? Twitter. Yeah. There's a lot of that. Yeah, the, 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 the Twitterverse. I'm always trying to explain to people. It's like, oh, yeah, Norwich Twitter says this. Like, oh, there's a separate Twitter for Norwich? No. It's just like the group of people who all follow one specific area and start commenting on one specific area. That's yeah. like the implied subset. And it's interesting to me because sometimes, depending on what's happening, uh, sporting-wise or, or what's happening um, event-wise, my entire timeline could all of a sudden be taken over by, oh, it's all Orioles, it's all Ravens, it's all Norwich, it's all politics, it's all Broadway, it's all. It's like it's it's just hysterical sometimes, where my entire Twitter is everybody commenting on one thing depending you know what's going on the norwich game yeah of course going on you know during the, the different Oriole games that i'm watching yeah it, tons of that is there but it's just kind of funny how it's like it, instead of being interspersed it's just all of a sudden dominated as if you're in some sort of subset of, mm-hmm. of, of yeah. twitter you know it's, it's not like reddit reddit has like you know, all these little subreddits where you can go on and people talk about different things twitter is not set up that way but it's just always interesting that and then people don't understand oh yeah orioles twitter oh what's that is that a separate thing no it's just like yeah. the people you know that follow you know the, the, the orioles the people that follow you know this people follow politics people that you know whatever whatever issue it happens to be yeah and it's just interesting with that <laughs> so well, speaking of the Orioles, you gotta you gotta lay down the uh, the 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 announcement or whatever it was on the the TV you were you were sure, talking. Sure, let's do that. All right, oh, yeah. I, I gotta take off the headphones here. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay, hold on. Let me put the volume up here. All right, you can still hear me. Yes. Hold on, let me. I muted myself. You hear me? Yep. All right. Okay. <clears throat> so I had to take this off for the mute. So during the Oriole game on um, Friday night, um, and this is a regular thing they've been doing for a while. The Orioles are, are have a giveaway. It's an Orioles soccer jersey giveaway. So it's a cross giveaway, is what they're doing. So the announcer who does it all the time, relatively young guy named Kevin Brown. And Kevin's done a lot of stuff on ESPN. He would, Whenever he would go, oh, I'm coming up on 
September 3rd, get your Orioles, you know, soccer jersey. And then immediately he'd start talking about the Premier League, the scores or something like that with mm-hmm. the guy who's in the booth. And most of the time it was like Ben McDonald. And Ben McDonald doesn't know a damn thing about soccer. And they always have interesting <clears throat> pop culture discussions. You know, Ben is a, a guy from Louisiana. He knows baseball. He's really good at baseball, understands that totally. But Ben yeah. being down in Louisiana and sort of hunting stuff, if you're talking hunting, if you're talking country music, if you're talking uh, Western type TV shows and stuff like that, he knows what's going on. But if you're talking about pop music or sports and other things, Ben doesn't know what the hell's going on. So the joke is whenever they would do the um, announcement for the soccer jersey, Kevin Brown, the Orioles announcer, would start talking about the Premier League, and Ben would be like, "I have no idea what you're talking about." Like, "Hey, how about X, Y, and Z?" You know, like, "What, what, 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 what are you?" you know, so it's, it's always the joke that um, Kevin knows much more pop culture than Ben does, and sometimes Ben would not know what on earth was going on. Every once in a while, Ben would inform Kevin about things, and then they would learn. So it's just you know interesting that the two guys get along. So also, Jim Palmer would be in the booth. Lots of times. And Palmer is a little more worldly than Ben McDonald. So on Friday night, I'm going to cue this up here. Hopefully I get the volume loud enough. So on Friday night, in the fourth inning, they did the, uh, um, hey, come out to the game. We got the soccer stuff, the soccer jersey. And because it was Friday, what had played Friday? Norwich had played. So I'm going to cue this up and hopefully this comes through pretty good and, and we'll keep, you know, have it as part of the podcast. So this is Kevin Brown talking and it's not, it's not actually Ben McDonald in the studio. It's, um, why can't I come up with it? The Dave Johnson, Dave Johnson was a pitcher for the Orioles in like 89, 90, 91, a local guy. And he filled in and Dave doesn't know anything about soccer either. So this is Kevin talking about the soccer giveaway and then talking about Norwich, which I thought was just amazing. Like, who the heck is this? When am I ever going to hear Norwich be talked about during an MLB broadcast? So here we go. Birdline wants the Orioles and the Oakland A's on Saturday, September 3rd at 7.05. First 15,000 fans, 15 and up, receive the first ever Orioles soccer jersey presented by Pepsi. Don't miss out on this brand new crossover kit. Great seats available. Tickets as low as $15 at Orioles.com slash tickets. You know, every time I do this promo with Ben, I like to read in one of the Premier League scores just to confuse him. Okay, go for it. I know you're a big Premier League guy, though, so you're not going to be surprised. Yeah, I don't even call it soccer. I call it football. That's right. (laughs) You're a real one, Dave. There's Keegan Aiken in the bullpen as uh, Norwich City defeated Millwall 2-0 in the championship today. A brace for Josh Sargent. Wow. Yeah, Josh Sargent, American-born player. That is something. That is is something. I know you're a big Canaries supporter, so happy day for you. Canaries, parrots, whatever. (laughs) Orioles, Blue Jays. Not the Blue Jays. Whatever. Oh, come on, you've got some personal history that you can't support the Blue Jays. She'd still be I'm mad. Su- I'm supporting a lot of birds right now. I still don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> well, we- All right, so there you go. So could you hear that pretty good? Yeah, yeah, it came through pretty good. Good, good. So that's a discussion during the oral broadcast about Norwich. 
and it's apparently, they, yeah, and apparently, I'm gonna put put the uh, uh, head headset back. Well, in it's just funny. It's it's funny that they that they determined that was Premier League, though. I mean, but I get it. That's probably the only league they know, and, and whatever. Well, it, it, it's not. Well, it's but they figure because of the, the Americans follow the Premier League more. But this is that's it's funny. So Dave Johnson actually um, knew <laughs> some about you know the, the Premier League. Something I was like, oh my god, seriously? Because I was you know um, added a room. I think I had yeah. a, you know, like oh. <laughs> bathroom time, you know. And it goes, my son's. Wow, you picked a fantastic time to go to the bathroom. Kevin Brown just talked about Norwich. I'm like, what? <laughs> so luckily, I was able to, to capture it. You know, on uh, MLB.tv allows you to do the replay. So <laughs> Norwich just now made the, 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 the Orioles broadcast. And not only did Kevin Brown, you know, know they won about Josh Sarge, and he knew the nickname. So I give him a lot of credit for that. Um, sure. He's a so he he covers he, the main play by play for the Orioles, but he also before that, did a lot of things. He works for ESPN and does variety. He's done college football. He did some of the uh, college uh, baseball games too. So it was just kind of neat and um, a little personal insight uh, with, with through the reward system that the Orioles have with season ticket stuff. You can cash in for stuff. I actually cashed in and got Kevin Brown to record an anniversary message for my wife, which is kind of funny. So yeah. we have that. So it's it's pretty good. So I'm like, what is this? Uh, and then now we have it captured, you know, it, it'll be up there. But that's, yeah. So thank you to Kevin Brown for, you know, I, I, I sent him a, a, a tweet. He, did, he didn't respond, but uh, he's, you know, talked about stuff before one time. Um, somebody was uh, playing uh uh, West West Ham or whatever, and my son's friend who covers the Orioles for the Baltimore Sun is a West Ham fan. So I said, "Hey, Kevin, you know, you want to know about uh, West Ham? You can, you know, talk to talk to Andy." And and Kevin's like, "Who?" Yeah, I know it wasn't who for Andy. But I was like, "Who for West Ham?" <laughs> Something like that. So I just thought it was it, it, it's pretty funny yeah, because they're advertising the soccer jersey. My son doesn't like the soccer jersey because there's two badges. Um, the the left side. It has the um, sort of like Orioles seal that they have, the, the circular seal that they have. So it's a cir circular seal. So it's Baltimore Orioles around the outside ring and the inside. It has like the Maryland flag. And then on the right side, it has the Oriole bird. So normally with soccer kits, the left side has the crest. And then the mm -hmm. right side has the kit manufacturer. And then it says like Pepsi for the sponsor. It's nice looking, but it's like, oh, come on, man. You know, just choose, just choose the badge, choose the circular badge. So he was kind of annoyed with that. Yeah. <clears throat> I will. I'm, we're not going to the game. I am getting that because as a season ticket holder for two hundred bucks, I can get every, one of every single giveaway. So I will be getting at least I'll be getting one of those. So that was interesting, and that's a nice segue for. Mark Atanasio, who supposedly on Tuesday, they're formally announcing that he's buying in um, to the club. He's going to be, you know, one of the um, directors. He's bu he's buying a share of the team. So okay. Mark Atanasio is the current, well, I think, majority owner of the Brewers, something like that. I don't think he's the sole owner, but he's like has controlling interests as the Brewers. He's basically, you know, known as like the. I, I, I think that's. <clears throat> I mean, I'm, I'm not the owner, but I think I remember hearing that. 
yeah, he, he doesn't have the, the soul, but he's like, you know, the controlling partner for the Brewers. Um, yeah. At the, was it the last home game of the Premier League season? Him and about eight others associated with the Brewers were spotted by uh, the press. I know Connor spotted him. I'm, I'm sure Michael Bailey, I think Connor and Michael Bailey spotted him. I think they both wrote articles. As, who are these people? Who are they? Here are the pictures. Let's figure out who they are. So the Brewers front office brass, and I think like his sons were there too, um, attended the game and then were seen on the pitch afterwards. Then all of yeah. a sudden after that, it was the club had to say, yeah, he's there because he had an interest in um, having, you know, buying into the club. <clears throat> so apparently Tuesday, they're announcing that he is bought into the club. And I believe there was a, a guy who sold shares, his name I don't recall, Mark would know. So someone wanted to sell the shares and wanted to sell the shares to someone that he knew was going to invest in the team and was committed to the team. So I believe that is what is happening on Tuesday that they're announcing that this guy whose name escapes me is selling the Mark Atanasio with right. a share of the team. So, which is good that you have somebody that understands what's going on. Someone is a quote unquote foreign um, businessman, but isn't necessarily somebody from a country or a business that would have I don't think people would have a problem. Oh, this guy's owned a major league baseball team. Okay. We know what's going. He understands sports. That's good. It's not, yeah, I really want to own a soccer team. And, you know, I have this business in Southeast Asia or, you know, the Middle East or whatever. I think there would be less resistant <clears throat> to the fact that you have a American businessman who is in, you know, a, a, the principal owner of a major league baseball team understands how big league sports works so that's happening tuesday um which is i'm, I'm pleased that they're getting investment from <clears throat> somebody that understands what's going on that isn't yeah. gonna just like oh i, I want to own a club someone's i understand what's going on this is my in and you know, eventually does he become the owner i don't have a clue you know i, I don't have you know i don't i don't know what, what, what's what's going on but they need investment and he's bought in is he going to bring more money to the table who knows you know yeah not, not a clue don't even know if they plan on disclosing all that because you know as a as a business decision we we you know as supporters maybe not even the local press would be privy to that information right unless it's mm -hmm. unless it all comes out who knows i mean interestingly this morning i read that uh the connor's podcast i think it's connor connor and uh, patty david mm. we're talking about usa josh Sargent. you know improvements in the squad and the i word <laughs> you know in the investment right investment mm -hmm. in so um and I, <coughs> I had to check because I, I didn't think i was right the next league match is at sunderland but they play in the cup tuesday against bournemouth okay so that's interestingly that or that's interesting the announcement about Atanasio's uh, purchasing his shares and maybe they'll announce what his role is um before the the league cup game don't know other than he's joining the board of directors i know that right and there's like he's joining it he's, it's like he's joining the board of directors he's purchased the shares and then i guess they'll have the q a to figure out what's going on and speculation can occur mm -hmm. but you're getting you know 
outside investment from someone that knows how to run a major sports enterprise. And I think he's pretty well respected. So I think that's a fantastic move. Who knows how that process started? Was he someone's like, hey, you know, um, I really want to invest in a, a top flight club in England. Who's out there? Which team right. really could use um, outside investors? Which, t- who, who, you know, like, I, I, did he start? The process or you know don't know that's <laughs> kind of thing like, i don't know if anybody knows yeah like who, who who reached out to who i'm kind of curious um you know did, did norwich go hey let's try to find people i tend to think it's the other way around i tend to think it's hey these other guys are, are invested you have the owners of the uh, uh the, the red Sox. you have uh the cubs you owns the red Sox, the cubs you got the guy who owns everything but the, I don't think he owns the Broncos. He owns all the indoor sports. He owns the the arena. He owns the Nuggets. He owns the Avalanche. Um, he's you know uh, bought in. And then you had uh, what do you got? The, the two actors that bought Wrexham and, and stuff yeah. like that. So which is you know an interesting. So I still need to watch that, um, which I find you know kind of interesting. But I I think it's hey this is something that's happening. Um, I like this sport. I want to get involved in it. Which team out there really could use my investment? Which team is run in a way similar to how I run um, the Brewers? And you know, and I, I think a, a lot of it had to do with it. It's like, give me a team that's you know, it that isn't incredibly wealthy, but is run very well that could really use um, the investment. So yeah. I'm guessing it was research done on his side as opposed to Norwich reaching out to like, hmm, which wealthy American business people involved in sports might want to invest in the club. So that's just a guess of how that, yeah. how that works. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if all that will be, be devolved. I mean, that's not that's not industry secrets, right? I mean, you're not talking about money, but just how did it get started? It would be interesting to know how does mm-hmm. Who owns the Milwaukee Brewers? You know, you're talking about Middle America. How does how does he even hear about the club? How it was invested? Who contacted who? Like you said, right, right. Will be interesting to know, uh, or to, to to find out whether there is any resistance to, because technically it's foreign investment, right? Mm-hmm. The Glazers' investment in Manchester United did not go over smoothly from the beginning, right? So. Right. Is this going to be, it's always been, and I've always seen when, when the possibility of investment comes out, people say, well, it's got to be the type of investment from the right type of people. It's got to correct, correct. Fit that it's right. got to feel for Narch. So BK8 failed miserably. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, that was stellar. That was a stellar failure. Right. Um, at other places, you know, gambling and, you know, people talk about oil money and then the quote unquote blood money and all that other kind of junk that people just say, uh, again, Take into consideration that's Twitter. Yeah. So it ought to be interesting to see how that pans out with if they make all these announcements somehow. Yeah. You, you mentioned that when I was trying to figure out what team I was going to be a fan of, who sponsored them was important. I if they were sponsored by an oil company or if they were sponsored by a gambling thing or somebody I didn't like, I had no interest. It's like, okay, you're sponsored by Oh, you're, you're sponsored by this company? Nah, I have no interest in, you know. So there's certain teams that I just, 
I decided I wasn't going to be a fan of because of the sponsorship. So I, I knocked out a whole slew of teams because of that. I'm glad that Norwich has never been involved with anything, you know, other than the, was Leo it Daffabet? Huh? Well, Daffabet and Leo yeah. Vegas before that. Yeah. I think Leo Vegas is also. Yeah, I was, yeah I, I, was, I, was, I was annoyed by that, but they were like, well, we need money. These are the only people offering us money. Sorry. You know, yeah. I think that's, that's what it was. So right. it's, so, but early on it, it was, you know, who, who, who was on the, the kit? I forgot who, who it was early on. Aviva. Aviva. Aviva, yeah. Aviva you know, a bigger company that started as a local company. All right, cool. I'm glad that Lotus is back on. And I think, you know, it'd be great if Lotus would stay. You know, having yeah. a, a local sponsor um, <coughs> is, you know, really good. So I don't I know don't if it was a multi year deal or, or whether it was just year to year. I don't know how those sponsorship. And again, um, I, I don't all of that kind of stuff. I think that when Aviva bought out the local Norwich company that Aviva sort of uh, honored the length of the deal and then decided, all right, we'll sign on again. And eventually they said, nah, we don't want to do this yeah. anymore for whatever reason. I think I said, sure, we'll honor it. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll re-up. And then they decided not to re-up. Um, but it was, you know, I think it's, it's better when the sponsor is not... Um, gambling related yeah <coughs> or it's not from a uh, country that i wouldn't visit yeah <laughs> so a country i wouldn't visit or a country that i wouldn't be welcome in um that's yeah. something that has to do with that there all right we're at 45 minutes i want to wrap it up because i'm going to the beach yeah. so we have the cup match against bournemouth and then they are playing sunderland correct mm -hmm. yep yep When's the cup match? Tuesday? Tuesday, yep. I will not be watching. I'll be on the road. I will find out, you know, yeah. later what happened. And if it's if they're playing Saturday, same thing. I will not be um watching. So that's why I want to make sure, you know, I'll have to get the uh excuse me, highlights afterwards because I'm I'm definitely not not watching either of those. Right. Well, you know, and and who knows, there might be people out there that don't know. Uh you mentioned Font Mob earlier when we were talking about getting on. Uh -huh. Font Mob sometimes has the audio broadcast, and it's just yes. totally random what game mm -hmm. they come. But right. If the Font Mob display, it could have TV and then have the little set of headphones. Mm -hmm. So you can click on that and you can follow the commentary. Right. I suspect it's just somebody watching the game and talking about it. So, because no, no, it's actually, they actually pick up. I did that twice when I was elsewhere. It actually is somebody's broadcast. It actually is picking up the audio broadcast of a play-by-play. -play. Okay. Okay. So, but it's it's very random. It's it's not. You know, I look all the time. It's like okay, is is you know, who's yeah. covering a TV? And you can see like you're right the little headset. Um, though I did that one time where I got a a haircut like on a Saturday morning and then driving back, I just you know played it in my vehicle to hear yeah. what was yeah. what was going on. I know I did that another time, but yeah, I know I know the audio sometimes is available. I don't know how that works, but yeah. We'll, well the, pick up the other thing is, and, and this is just, again, I'm, I'm not trying to be patronizing or anything, but anybody that doesn't know about it, it's a free download, but you can set favorite teams, favorite leagues. You can follow everything on there and they've got a, a live, what is it? It's like the live ticker. It's yeah. kind of tells you that the ball is out, ball is in, who scored, when, if there's a goal. Well, and you can set all types of notifications too. So you'll get notifications on right. Mark was talking about that as he was at practice. He was getting mm -hmm. the notifications during the Norwich game. Yeah. 
notification. So he, knew there were new, he knew there were goals scored and right. he knew he scored them. And then he went back to ESPN right. and he had time to watch right. the match. So, so not, not, only, not only not only they have live ticker, they have like a little view of the field and they'll show like right. stuff. They'll, they'll, they'll right. show like free That's kick right. or pass, depending. So you can almost see what, what what's going yeah. on. They'll, they'll show that. So it's pretty darn good. It's free. And I'll tell I, you I what, the other it. thing. Ken, if you had never seen this after the match, if you go after the match, they've got all the statistics. Mm-hmm. Kind of ours do when you go to the match center, you look right. at his passing percentage and all you know, mm-hmm. position and all yep. of that kind of stuff, all in one real concise little screen on this app. So it's right, it's mob F O T M O B, just for right. people who might be listening to the yep. pod, even accidentally. Also, what, what I've learned about that, um, every once in a while, I'll say, Hey. These two with my son, these two teams are playing. Can you guess the starting lineup? <laughs> and he'll guess the starting lineup. And what they'll have is, you know, they'll have the player. Let's say it's Pookie. So you can click on Pookie. It gives you Pookie's current stats for the year. It tells you when he's born, what country he plays for. It has his entire career. It tells you all the teams that he played for. It tells you the stats for those teams. And it tells you the stats for the national team. If he's ever played for the national team, yeah, yeah. So it's it's pretty good. It's like, well, who's this guy? Where'd they come from? Oh, yeah. they got home on loan for X, Y, and Z. So it's it's really good way to to learn about things. Of course, if you're yeah. not playing P- FIFA, he learns all that stuff in FIFA. But I, I just find it excellent, and it covers. Like I follow virtually everything. I'll have you know the the, the Middle Eastern leagues in there. You know, you can say. Oh look, it's Sunday. The Israeli league is, you know, so everyone's like, you know, Maccabia this or or, yeah. or 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 whatever. So it's there. It's just, I think it's a fantastic app. So we're not paid for it. We just, I was just app. thinking, yeah. hey man, it just sounds like an advert. I mean, yeah. they might need to kick in. No, some but but that, that that's what I go to when, when I look at initially, and when I watch the match to see how far the TV is behind. That's what I judge it on. And um, ESPN was really behind. Um, yeah, no, 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 they were no, no. Oh, Peacock, of course. ESPN wasn't that far behind. Um, ESPN does a much better job than NBC. NBC was really bad. Even when I, they were watching the the Spurs match um, yesterday, they were like a minute behind. It, it was it was ridiculous. And then when mm-hmm. I refreshed it, it was like less than a minute, but still they're bad. ESPN's pretty good. ESPN's generally about 15 seconds or so um, with yeah. the time with the yeah. streaming. But uh, Peacock and NBCSN is just horrible. They're a good minute behind. It's, it's, it's a joke. It, it really That's, is bad. The, the question came up on the American Aries Facebook page, too, about, you know, how do you watch the game? Where do you stream it? And so I just put in there that ESPN Plus is, is actually pretty good for, for the price. It's under ten bucks. I think it's seven, maybe seven fifty. But I mean, so my local team plays in USL Championship, and you can go and watch so almost those matches. Yeah, with, they, have, they have a lot. Yeah, and the videos, the videos, very clear. It's very. I mean, yeah, and, and I don't they have think a lot. Mind? I, know, I have the bundle, so it's like because because I had ESPN Plus, and then we wanted Disney Plus when Hamilton came out, so I got Disney Plus and Hulu. So for I don't know. I was paying for ESPN, then I had to add four bucks on or something like that. Oh, yeah, so gotcha. if you just get if you just get ESPN, it says, well, I already have ESPN. I'm not going to just pay against, you know, so I had to figure out how to just add 
you know, so I already have this. So, you know, if it's whatever, yeah, but you're right. The price is pretty good. And the, the amount of sports is just insane that are there. Yeah. But that, that, that's so how, that's how the, that's how the conversation came up because, you know, somebody, I, I can, sorry, I can't remember who it was. Maybe they're listening and they want to come on the pod and we can talk to them about it, but you know, that's uh, the championship. So, you know, you can follow on. I mean, it's amazing what you can do, right? You on BotMob or some other way and, and watch two other championship matches at the same time. So often I'll have three games on a Saturday. Um, I've got, you know, a multi-screen setup here. I can I can watch three games at once. Well, I can see Fancy you following, but, you know. Fancy you. You're not like, you, you want to impress like Grant Wall, who used to work for SI. He's you know, an excellent uh, soccer slash football journalist. Very good. I, I, Very I think good. he's got like 10 screens that he can watch stuff on. And Grant Wall is interesting. His wife, during the coach, she's actually a, a really well-known, um, like a, a doctor. You know, she was on for the COVID. You know, she was on a lot. I, I think it's like Celine. I forgot the last name. So his wife was on a lot, and I didn't know that it was his wife for several months until he one mm-hmm. time tweeted, "Hey, great job by my wife." You know, who came on right. You know, right. uh, to today's show talk about I'm like, oh okay but grant has uh like 10 screens and he'll say this is what it's like watching all the stuff that, that that's going on he's really good you know, he, yeah. he's one of my favorite yeah. soccer journalists because he knows his stuff he's very good he doesn't have a slant one way or the other you know so no, I, no, he's, and that's yeah. the thing i like about yeah. him he's, he's, he's very good yeah. interesting too uh i subscribe to xm in the car and i'm, I'm always listening to xm 157 and when Jason Davis on the, you know, his show will talk about American players, it's almost always just staggeringly, disgustingly about leads all the time. I'd be very interesting to find out if he's going to talk about Josh Sargent scoring goals. Okay, what's what's it? What chat? One fifty-seven. Because I, I have, yeah, I have it. Hold on. Here we go. With my new vehicle. Here we go. Here's my little envelope here. There you yeah. go. That's right. I'm sure it's there. Yeah, there's just so many things. Well, I hadn't hadn't driven it for a while. Unfortunately, two two battles of COVID, and then you know I, I had like freedom of four days in a period of three yeah. weeks. You know, so now I'm free again. I was like, hey, it's I haven't put I haven't put gas in his vehicle for like a month. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> All right, let, let's wrap this up here because I got to get yep. ready for the beach. Good. Thank you very well, I hope much. You enjoy your Jeff. Hope you enjoy your holiday, and uh, you know, hope we'll so too. Weather's supposed follow. to be good. Well, it's supposed to be good. There's lots of actually we're saying is lots of walking distance things. We've already figured out like how many eating places or, or things that are okay, that's all walkable as opposed to like if it's three blocks away, what do we need to try for? Let's just, you know, walk yeah. and, and get bagels or ice cream, you know, or 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 whatever. And you know, we'll yeah. we'll figure it out. So it's it's a, we rented a, a townhouse for the first time. Normally it's been just a condo. So it's Two bedrooms oh this is cool let's let's do a townhouse you know it was just with the price so this is different it's new and it has three because all four of us are going this time so it has three bathrooms which is nice so one person wants to hold it in or, or run to the starbucks or something you know if need be but it's okay let's do this and if we had a boat it's like it's it's so ocean city has you know, the, the ocean side and then like the bay side, there's a long road, you know, I forgot Ocean Boulevard or whatever it runs um, north and south. So people go, oh, are you ocean side or your bay side? You know, 
So Bayside, so the people in Bayside having waterfront access is big. So they have boats. So this has like a little dock. So if I somehow wanted to bring my own little rowboat or a canoe, which I don't have, you know, gotcha. that that access is there. But it's just tiny. And other people have, you know, larger areas where they can actually have smaller like fishing boats or something like that. Just kind of interesting. So that's where we'll be next week. And so that's all right. It's as it's been a pleasure as always. I hope you all enjoy us yammering about things. You know, hey, Norwich of seven points. They look lively. You know, Sergeant. In the future, we're going to hope to have uh, some special guests uh, coming on. People in the media, uh, other uh, American Aries followers, and there's several who have said that just the timing um, didn't work, and maybe we'll get Ryan. Um, our New York Canary friend to pop on at some point in time. Ryan being a first time dad, uh, his yeah. time is uh, tough to, uh, to, to, sure. to, to a lot more than like five minutes uh, of freedom. Yeah. And exactly. So, well, you know, and, and one, one, just one more thing to tag onto that, Ken, and the letters that I send with the stickers, when I send those out, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I can't remember exactly how I put it because it's just rambling, but uh you know, anybody out there in American Canary land that's interested in coming on the pod and talking about how you became a uh, Canary supporter, um, that kind of thing, send us a message on Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Let us know that, yeah, you'd be interested in coming on. It probably, like Ken said, it's it's a little difficult sometimes with the time difference getting people on when it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're both East Coast. Mark's in the center and Ryan's East Coast. David. Right. You know, somebody out in, in California, if they want to come on. I mean, I, I saw Rob uh, Rob Butler posted on there that ben, Benjamin Royer was on uh, a Canary Call. So, you know, Ben, you want to get on, talk with us on the pod? Just uh, drops a note. Drops a note. So, so no, we'll work out, you know, whatever time. Sure. Yeah. Works. Uh, Sundays works and sometimes, you know, Monday or, or Tuesdays works in, in the evening. So we'll try to do yeah. one of those one of those days. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Jeff. I got to okay, get some, get some laundry done. Right. All right. Thanks, Peace everybody, for, for listening. And uh, this has been uh, season two, American Aries episode number two. Thanks a lot. And everybody have a great week. And let's hope we get the two wins. Bye. <laughs>